attention. There's a book that, that catches your eye. It's one that you read as a child by the author Heavensy Quinya. Huh. She just like picks it up. The Platinum Table. Oh my goodness. You know this book. I do. My dad read that to me when I was a kid. Oh, I see you're collecting all of the books by Miss Quinya. Are you trying to get her signature today? What? She's in the Merchant District signing books for her new release. Meredith's mouth, dro- mouth drops open around the books, like the massive book stack, and she looks at Potentia. Oh my gosh, we, we have to go. And now we continue. I mean, uh, um, if you want want to, to go, um, sure. I'm surprised you were able to find uh, a full set. Most the, most of them are already being taken. I don't like having one-off copies. I like having sets. No, I'm, I'm sure, but the, I mean, some people came through today and they picked up a bunch of them and then they went over to get them signed. Sure. Where Where is she? Um, there's a store in the Merchant District. What, what did that man say? Um, the Soft Quill was the bookstore. Okay. Um, Meredith, you... Like, she can feel Meredith's excitement at this idea. It's like radiating it. Do you want to go to the bookstore? You can get some of mine signed if it means you get to talk to her. Or I could go and pick up that version of Horse and His his Deed that I found before. I'm going to go and do that. And she, like, trots off. I feel like she probably lumps potential with all of the other books. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hang on, one second. And then she, like, trots I, up I, and grabs um, it. Uh, mm. And then just sort of smiles with the, at the, with the book. At the, they're just smiling at the, uh, like, like that sort of, like, ah, ha, 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 that's my friend. Um, <laughs> facial expression at the person who's doing oh, she's, it. She's, she's, like, an, an elderly yeah. woman who looks just, like, happy to have a conversation yeah. with you. Can I just say, I went to the Lifeline Book Fair last weekend in Wollongong, right? And um, and the lady that I, I brought the um, the books up to was similar volunteer elderly lady, right? And I put the, the chunk of books down and she was like, oh, looks like you like to read. And I was like, yeah. Where do you think I am? That's, that's what, why what I'm do? here. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I'm like, do you have the same conversation with everybody else that comes up here? Because that's going to be a really boring day. Here's a bit of insight for you, the listener. I used to work at a Lifeline bookshop as a volunteer. Hey, nice. And it also meant that I got a second pick of the books that came through after my manager. Um, I got to look at the books that were coming in before they went on the shelves to be like, oh, put that one aside for me. Put that one aside for me. That is dangerous, but also wonderful. Yeah, my book collection really grew. (laughs) I can but it's how I have a, a hardcover illustrated Brothers Grimm. Oh, mm. nice. 
it it creaks as you open it. It's old and gorgeous. Mm. Some of those books on that like rare antique table were beautiful. Oh, this isn't an antique. It's just old. No, no, no. But you know what I mean. Like the really yeah, expensive yeah. section. Yeah. Where you're just like, well, Oof. we should probably continue with, continue with yes, the adventure. Anyway, sorry. Book nerds unite. So Meredith returns uh, with her book in hand. Yes. And we haven't really done this for a while, but you pay a bunch of money. Yeah. You're yeah. 35 money. silver pieces. Potentia's just like pulled it out of her bag and I've already done the appropriate things on my D&D Beyond. So. Cool. I, I think mine might be a little bit more than that. Yeah. Well, luckily, um, although I don't think this has uh, trickled down to Potentia, but Meredith got paid for Yeah, I think Harold's out. got it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harold's got Potentia's yep. uh, gold mm-hmm. for the, the book Which returning Which he did job. not give her yesterday. <gasps> Hmm. Yep. Well, he probably wasn't carrying it in his pocket because it's hundreds of gold. Yeah. Did not tell her about it. Oh, man, also we true. really need to go shopping. I'm just looking at the gold that I have in mm. my purse and I'm like, wow, we need to go shopping. Shopping episode incoming. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Winner. Or maybe behind, or maybe like off camera. A couple of bits yes. of it, yeah. Um, 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 um. Cool. So I think I've got... Maybe 10 books. All right. So 50 yep. silver. So five gold. Cool. Five gold. And potential probably helps her with that. She's like, it's five. No, just hand over five gold, Meredith. It'll be, yeah. So uh, you, well, Meredith loads up with these 10 books, potential with the seven. And potential just puts them straight gonna... in her bag. Like, just puts yep. them straight in, in like, straight down into the bag, like, so they're all lined up along the bottom. Mm-hmm. Optimising the storage space inside her bag. <laughs> and Meredith mm-hmm. can, like, shove maybe seven of them in there, so she's carrying three. She's got them, like, just hooked under her arm. Okay. You have to make your way to the, the merchant district. Mm-hmm. You've decided to, to skedaddle over there as fast as you can to get these books signed. Mm-hmm. I mean... Fast is relative, but like, yes, like to wander over. I don't know that mm-hmm. Dentures are going anywhere too quickly, especially not a place that's likely to be full of people, which mm-hmm. she is acutely aware of. So are you are you walking across town or are you catching a cab? Dentures would take Meredith's lead on this. Um, how far away is it? Uh, it is all the way across town. Oh, we're catching a cab. Okay. Um, so you, you hail down a... Caravan? What do I call them? Carriage? Like a, yeah, you, ha- you, ha- you hail down a carriage and hop in. Um, you're in this carriage, you know, heading across town through Oak Row, through Silverstone, mm-hmm. and you look out the window and there's like this weird fog has rolled into town. It's, it's like mid-afternoon, so it's not the kind of time you'd expect a fog to be coming through. It's also real chilly. Mm-hmm. The carriage like lurches to a, a stop, and the driver like taps on the thing and says, "Sorry, bit of traffic. No one can drive when the fog rolls in. It's like they all forget." <laughs> Tell me about it. It's all good, mate. We'll wait. Uh, so you're sitting in the carriage, like not going anywhere. People walking past, and you're here for about ten minutes, and like you haven't moved. Yeah. And the driver taps on the thing and says, hey, yeah, traffic's not going anywhere. Um, if you want to pay for your trip up to here and walk, it might be faster. I'm going to look at Potentia and, like, shrug. I don't mind walking. You're the one with the shorter legs. 
I don't mind walking either. Shall we walk? And she just like gathers up her stuff as though to get out of the carriage. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so you you square the the fa- the fee with the the cab driver and start making your way on foot. This fog is real thick. Like you could cut this with a knife kind of fog. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really like chilling. Even for like early autumn the way you are now, like you wouldn't expect this kind of chill fog to be rolling through. Mm-hmm. Well, this is weird. Have you ever seen anything like this before? You've seen fog. You've definitely seen really thick fog potential. Yeah. Um but you're not also you're not that familiar with the 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 seasons yeah. of Foremasters. I mean, fogs fog lots of countries and places have fog yeah but we shouldn't be getting this kind of fog this time of year it never happens back where i'm from so you don't live on the coast meredith that's potentially not surprising that's very true maybe it's normal who knows if only there was somebody you knew who was a local who could tell you this kind of weather was normal if only he wasn't head first in a book you start uh making your way through the crowds and it's a little tricky um, given the the vision, like then it's decreasing at this point as well. The fog is getting thicker, and there are a lot of people on this road. And you start like feeling yourself getting kind of like jostled around. Uh, can I please get each of you to make a dexterity saving throw? Uh, that'll be five, Ben. Natural twenty. <laughs> Did you stop me from falling over? Yeah. <laughs> I'm falling over. <laughs> okay, so I think what ha- what, what's happening is um, somebody, like, without even knowing that you're there, Potentia, just, like, barges through, like, past you. And you don't, like, get hit by them, but you, like, jump out of the way and lose your footing ah. on the, the now kind of damp cobblestone. Yeah, that's slippery. That's why. And, uh, like, Meredith, like, jumps in to, to stabilise you, but you end up kind of, like, half wobble like walk down the side down a side street a little bit yeah uh, and now that you're off the main road it's immediately less stressful cool how familiar with this area of town would potentially be in terms of like maybe trying to avoid the main street but getting them to where they need to be you've probably traveled a fair bit through silverston mm. as it's one of the like it's next to oak row you've been through it a couple times you've traveled probably to the merchant district back a couple times mm. So you've probably worked out a few like off the main path yeah. ways to get through. Um, more so than Meredith. Meredith, I think, is stuck more around the campus village and Fairmasters Uni. Yeah, Meredith has no idea where she's going. Yeah, cool. Okay, in which case Potentia's gonna sort of um dust herself off a little bit, settle herself, and then sort of start off down the side street like she knows where she's going, because she probably does. This is probably a reasonable thing for her to know how to nav. So it's a little eerie with the, the fog trying to like pick out landmarks that you're familiar with, but you you do kind of find your way onto one of these paths that you're familiar with, one of the side streets in Silverstone. Mm-hmm. And you're walking along, there's less people around, but then in the middle of the road, you almost trip over them, you didn't see them. There's this little, this little child dressed in a, a white fur coat, little child just like wandering around looking confused they look to be a toddler they're very young and they have uh what catches your eye potential they have like very elven features mm-hmm. uh and this this child will look around and see you and start walking towards you has meredith seen the kid uh as this child gets closer yeah you do see them okay meredith is just gonna be like oh 
Hey. Can Potentia eye them up to try to suss out, like, emotional state? For emotional state, give me an insight. This dice is going to dice jail. That's another five. Go away, dice. <laughs> you are banned. That was one of the natural 20 dice from a couple of episodes oh, ago. No. Banned forever. New dice. Right, I think well. um, Meredith is going to see Tiny Child by themselves and is going to assume they're in some trouble. And so she's going to look at the at the kid and just be like, oh, mate, are you okay? Where are your adults? How would this Tiny Child react to... To Meredith. <laughs> to Meredith, who is <clears throat> a little short. Comparative um, to Potentia, who is standing next to her. Yeah, comparative a little short. to Potentia. A little short. A little short. Yeah. Uh, compared comparative to, this child, to anybody, she's a little short. They look at you confused, and then they look at Potentia, and they like put two arms up, and in Elvish, they say up. Oh. Um, in Elvish, can she just say, "Where are your grown-ups?" The child looks around. And then you start to see tears welling up in their eyes and they just start bawling. This is going to be a weird question, Ben, because I don't... I have not thought about how potential deals with children. So, mm-hmm. what if I was been like, she's going to try and do the comforting thing, but she probably doesn't really know how to do that. So, I don't know how... Like, I would suggest I would roll for something to get some form of number mm. for that, but I don't know what you would want me to roll to kind of get that information um we could do a i mean like potential didn't really grow up around kids no as we have and as we have massively discussed this is why it's like this is a very just like ah yeah. but like is yeah. gonna try try just trying yeah. but like um eh. okay give me a persuasion roll i feel like this is just at disadvantage due to your like just you have no idea how to work with kids i well the first one is a 23. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the second one is also a 23. Yeah. <laughs> I, rolled two, okay. I rolled two 19s. I rolled two 19s okay. with what the same. What a good dice. See, this gold dice, good dice. This gold dice, bad dice. Okay. Well, whatever you're going to do, it's going to work. Cool. So, so she's just going to get down to its level. It. Mm-hmm. Um, and just do the like, okay. It's okay. I don't, um, I don't do up, but like, she looks up at Meredith. We'll help you find your grown-ups. Yeah. I guess. Are you speaking in Elvish? Uh, yes, but she's like looking at, you could probably, I wonder how much Meredith could tell from what Potentia's doing. Yeah, I think she'll know enough to like smile reassuringly, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Just gonna flick up, flick her eyes back up to like and speak in common. Um, I guess we help it find its grown-ups. Uh, yes, I'm pro tip though with with children, and she's smiling like good naturedly at potential. Yeah. Um, uh, don't, don't, don't call them it. <laughs> <laughs> but she, what, I, I guess the thing is that the like, potential hasn't even thought about the gender of this child. It's just it's a child. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's an can it you, at the moment because she doesn't have a. Can you ask them their name? Um, potential flicks back to the top and, and in Elvish what's what's your name? He he looks at you Nimeon which is like N-I-M-M-I-O-N Nimeon Meredith says waves and points to herself and says Meredith 
He points at you. In and, and I guess in common because it's the name. Meredith. And he waves. She waves back. Uh, and Potentia's not going to say her name, but she's just going to look back and just be like, can we help you find your grown-ups? In Elvish. He's wearing this like fur coat jacket thing. Um, and he like reaches into his jacket pocket and he pulls out this very scrunched up piece of paper. Mum. And he hands it to you, Potentia. She's going to unfurl it. Like she's still squatted down in this alley trying to look at the... Meredith is looking over her shoulder at the piece of paper. It is a flyer advertising the book signing of Heaven Sea Queen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and potentially is going to reach into her bag and find a copy of the owlbear, the warlock and the bag of holding and just pull it out and just be like, and like, just like show it to the kid. Not say anything, just show it to the kid. Uh, he, he like takes it and doing that thing that children do where they like run their finger across it um, he says in common the owlbear the warlock the bag of holding yeah gonna take it back and put it back in a bag and be like mum like with that like pointing finger being like that way we're going that way that when you're dealing with small children you never actually say anything you just very clearly indicate bodily what you're gonna do he, he puts his hand up like, and makes like graspy, graspy motions. I, I, I guess we're going in the same direction. Uh, they're just going to stand up and look to Meredith and be like, let's go find his thumb. Yep. Meredith is going to offer him a cookie. He will take that cookie. They're just also going to take a half a step away because she's not grabbing that kid's hand, but like the cookie might satisfy the issue that she was worried about. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll take the cookie and start eating the cookie. Uh, in Elvish, she's just going to say, come on. And then with the head head movement in the direction mm-hmm. of up the, like the alley, up, going down the alleyway, the way the kid came towards them. Okay, so. Meredith is totally going to hold yeah. out her hand. Uh, he will. Because she's grown up around kids all the time. Like she knows. Like, Potentia can't help you. Potentia's <laughs> doing everything Kate the person does not do. So mm-hmm. Potentia uh, leading the way with Meredith holding Nimeon's hand. Uh, as he eats this cookie and as he eats this cookie Meredith because you're walking along with him there's something there's something strange happening with his butt there's like a waggle like a tail waggle happening like happening under the back of his coat okay and as he eats this cookie um his like features change slightly and his and this white fluffy tail comes out from under his coat and you see that he like his nose starts becoming less of a human nose and more like an animalistic nose and he starts getting little whiskers i hate you i know what you're doing ben and i hate you oh <laughs> uh, because i paid attention to your t- i, I paid no attention idea. to your twitter this week <laughs> Similar, but not, not quite, quite but enough that I paid attention. <laughs> Joe has it, which is good. Uh, so, Joe, how do you react <laughs> to this? I think Meredith is just kind of going to look behind and then look back at, at Nimeon and then go, Hey, Potentia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Potentia's like, when you turn around, she's just going to like point. And like scratch her nose a little bit. Uh, 
Can Potentia suss if there's anything magical happening with this kid? Hmm. Um, give me an arcana check. Uh, that is a 10 plus 6. I think you've probably witnessed like polymorph spells and like shape changing abilities. And this child appears to be like halfway between two forms. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I'm going to cast message at Potentia because I don't want to freak him out. And I don't know that he speaks common. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. He doesn't appear to, but he might. So I'm just, I point at her and I say, should we be worried? Hey there, listeners. This is your friendly Dungeons & Doctrick DM. Ben, here to remind you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and to use the hashtag DNDoctorate when you talk about the show. Always love seeing fans interacting with us on social media. Love it whenever anyone shouts us out on social media as, like, something that they listen to. We love hearing that you listen to the show, and we love seeing you promote it to your friends and followers. So if you haven't already, please give us a shout out on Twitter. We love it because the only way the show grows is by word of mouth. And if you want to tell other people about our show, we really appreciate that. There's not going to be a mid-show message in this episode, but if you would like to submit one for a future episode, just fill out the form via our link tree, which you can find on all our social media or on our website, dndoctorates.com. Just fill out that very short Google form and have one of us deliver a message for you in this part of the episode, either as ourselves or as a character from the show. If there's someone's birthday coming up and you want one of us to, to deliver a message for you, let us know because we can time that message for as close to that birthday as possible. That was Google Form via our link tree. Just fill it out and uh, let us be the voice for your message. The next episode for the show is coming out next Thursday, the 14th of April. I'm sure you're looking forward to it because this arc was so much fun with with Kate and Joe. Great to get Meredith and Potential on a mini-adventure themselves. So I'm not going to hold us up any longer. We'll get back to this episode right now. Um, well, it doesn't seem aggressive or anything. I, she's trying to work out like what to do because she's not really sure what to do. Let's just keep going. I don't feel like, I mean, she looks and, and then she's going to cast message at like, because that first bit was orally. The second bit, she's going to cast mm. message back at Meredith. And she's like, it's shape-shifting of some description. I just can't tell you what yet. Meredith shrugs and keeps chomping and then, like, looks down at the kid and smiles. <laughs> He's like, nothing's wrong. It's fine. Uh, and he doesn't seem to know what's going on, so he smiles back uh, and he has these, yeah. like, more pronounced canines, like, more animalistic kind of teeth in his mouth now. <gasps> oh, okay. But he, he looks at you, Meredith, uh, you need to make a wisdom saving throw. That's a 10. Mm. Okay. Um, he looks at you and like his, his eyes kind of flash for a second. And then he stops walking and he like lets go of your hand. You okay? So you see his eyes darting around and his like form starts to shift back into that like 
elven form. He, his his whiskers dis disappear and his nose goes back to being a more um, an elven nose. Um, that tail is still present. He hasn't got rid of that yet because he's still eating that cookie. His eyes are just kind of like darting around. Dentist just going to say in Elvish, you okay? One second he's he's standing there and the next second he's gone. Like there's just, there's not there. But Meredith, as you're standing directly next to him, you will hear little footsteps. Like tap, 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 tap. Can I figure out where they're going? Give me a perception check. 19. Yeah, he's hiding behind a, a nearby crate. Mm-hmm. Um, Meredith is going to like turn to Potentia and like motion for her to be quiet. Um, and she's going to like grab another biscuit and like creep over and then just like bend down and go, are you okay? It's all right. We're friendly. Hmm. Okay. He doesn't, doesn't share a language with you. So I'm going to roll yeah. an insight at disadvantage. But he rolls quite well reaches out and takes the cookie and he will reappear um, crouched down behind this crate Meredith like gives him a little wave and smiles um, and as he starts eating the cookie that tail you can see starts wagging um, and then the tail splits into two tails two little white tails mm -hmm. and he crawls out from behind the crate hey Potentia how far away from oh are we from the soft quill hey Ben how far away from are we from the soft quill <laughs> Uh, you're, you're still like a 30 minute walk. Okay. Um, not a short walk, but not a difficult one. I think we should pick up the pace. Okay. Um, does that involve picking up the, and she probably looks at, at the child for the first time properly. And this would be the moment where she's like, oh, tails. Okay, cool. Um, like that's different. Weird. Um, like seeing it as child, not as magic, not as like. I, I, I could give him a piggyback if you're okay to take my backpack, if you like. She, pick, she like takes the backpack and swings it over her shoulder because it weighs. It's heavier than she thought because it's full of books and food, but it's not that heavy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. All right. Meredith is going to like um, motion for him to like jump up on, on her back and she might need Potentia's help to translate. Potentia was just going to be like in Elvish. I think she's going to help by carrying you. Uh, and he, he looks from you, Potentia, and then looks at Meredith. Up! And then very, like, cautiously climbs onto Meredith's back um, because he's roughly the same size as you. Um, hang on, hang on. Yeah. I think he's, he's, he's definitely lighter. No, he's smaller say, than me. Okay. But Meredith's not that small enough. Okay, so he's he's shorter than you, but yeah. Yeah. It'd be like an adult giving an he's adult a piggyback. He's small enough for me to give yeah. a piggyback. Adult giving a teenager a piggyback. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right, so he climbs on your back and you keep walking. All right, off we go. Mm-hmm. And um, Meredith is going to, like, start humming a, a little song. Okay, give me a performance check. 19. Nice. It's catchy. Um, mm. The the child starts, like, humming along as well. <laughs> cool. So it's calming um, again. Potentia's going to lead the way to wander through the streets as much as she can, mm -hmm. trying to not speed on too far ahead because she will by accident just because she's got longer legs and she's not carrying anything nearly as substantive as a child. Okay. Uh, so you're walking along and there's a moment where you've like, you've crossed some, some major thoroughfares. You're getting closer and, uh, I need to ask, there are two ways from Silverstone to get to the merchant district. Mm -hmm. Three, if you count the, the main road, which we're avoiding yep. at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, from the direction you're traveling, you can travel through the King's Quarter, which is like 
the the upper end of society or there's the sunset district which is a entertainment district um given meredith's mutterings earlier about the sunset district and her interaction with mr red potential is going to suggest that they go through the king's quarter rather than the sunset district okay and meredith is not going to argue I mean, she's just following anyway. I don't think she's really paying attention. So the King's Quarter uh, is very nicely laid out. Um, the roads are very flat. The, the streets are very straight. You know, it isn't a cross-grid situation, but it's definitely more ordered than like Oak Row or Silverstone. And the buildings, while some of them are quite old, uh, it, it looks like the older buildings are the exception to this district. Yeah. Um, like mini mansions and things. This is the kind of area that Harold's family lives in. Yup. Yup. So we're talking like Gilded Age kind of robber baron situation. Yeah. New money. Yeah. yeah gotcha. Yeah. Oh, well, there's, there's old, like, new money in an old city, but it's like there's old buildings here as well that like, yeah, okay. the streets have kind of been built in a way to accommodate some of these older ones. Um, it's the, the district closest to the palace as well. Like, it's... Well yeah. within the city walls, very well protected. Yeah, okay. Uh, so you're making your way through the King's Quarter and there's a moment where this child, like, grasps onto your, your shoulders, Meredith, quite tightly. Mm-hmm. And you, like, you know, tilt your head to look at him and his ears have switched from elven ears to these, like, little animal ears. And they're going a bit crazy? They're going a bit... They're going nuts. They're going absolutely crazy. Potentia! Hmm? Sort of wheels around. These two tails that he has yeah. are standing like almost straight up, and they they split another time, and then there are three tails, and they form like a right angles, and then potential. Mm-hmm. You aren't looking at Meredith and a child anymore. You're looking at a at a barrel that's just sitting in the middle of the road, exactly where they used to be. Ah, uh, is a what? Well, it'd be an investigation check. 25. <laughs> yeah. That's an illusion. Yeah, that's an illusion. This, <laughs> um, Meredith, from your point of view, this child, the whiskers have regrown and you can tell that you're in some kind of illusionary barrel mm-hmm. looking out into the world. Like you can, it's like looking through a very thin curtain. Yeah. Like you can make out detail, like pattern on the curtain. You can make out that it is a barrel and you can see out into the world. But it's kind of like a little, a little, little fuzzy. Yeah, she like looks at the at the kid and he he has a, a look of concentration on his face, like like everything in his entire brain is focused on this on whatever he's doing. What is it? You can't see from where you are, Meredith, due to the illusion that you're in and the fog. But potential, you hear these like heavy boot steps on the 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 road coming towards you. And you also hear these like animalistic footfalls, mm-hmm. like um, like big dogs, mm-hmm. f- like feet padding along. And there's this man who steps out of the fog in dark leather armor with a like a very like a pointed hat, dark crow, like something like a crow or something mm-hmm. like a big feather pointing up of it. And he has these two very large, they look like wolves, but there's something off about Mm -hmm. them um, tailing after him. He's looking around and he sees you 
gives you like the one so like he, you can see he's like really staring mm-hmm. at you don't suppose you've seen any foxes around here have you miss no i'm just taking a shortcut to the merchant district uh she's gonna reach back into her bag and just pull out the copy of the book that she had that she'd shown the kid so the owlbear the warlock and the bag of holding these two i, I don't want to call them wolves these two mm-hmm. hounds start like circling out from around him and like making moves to move around past you five feet off yeah. like they aren't directly next to you they're definitely like she's, sniffing around she's the going to like make that you know that movement of someone who doesn't like animals mm-hmm. of just like could you pull your dogs off please i don't like big dogs please so in in elvish he calls out heal and they they look at him and they they come back to him but they're they're like you can see that they're 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 looking past you and that they they want to get past you. Meredith is standing like stock still right now. She's frozen. Um, but she kind of gives the kid's leg where she, you know, like you're holding the kid's leg, she kind of like grabs his ankle and like tries to give it a reassuring squeeze. You know, yeah. like, I'm here, you're okay. Cause they're clearly looking for him. Is that your barrel, miss? Seems an odd place for it. Middle of the pathway. Just a barrel. My knowledge. I was just walking down. I do stop people regularly in the middle of the street and ask them about barrels. Just like looking at the guy being like, what is going on? Which is a natural like reaction mm. for her. This is not yeah. she's not trying to disguise her knowledge. It's just like, what is going on? Oh, I meant no disrespect. I'll be on my way. And he goes to walk past you. She's going to step back towards the barrel, like not running into it, but step back towards the barrel just as a like to let him pass that way. Ah, so he walks past you and he like is eyeing this barrel as he walks past and his two dogs stop. And like Meredith, you can feel their breath, mm-hmm. but it's not hot. It's not a warm, like, moist breath. It's a cold, mm. cold breath. Can you call your dogs, please? I don't like dogs and they don't like me. He, like, looks at you for a good moment in Elvish again. Heal. And the dogs come back to him. I'm sorry. I don't know why they're so interested in what's uh, happening here. Maybe it's because I'm not a local. Could be, but mm, I'm not much of a local myself. Well, have a nice day. And he doesn't doesn't go to walk away, he just stands there. I said you were heading to the merchant district, right? I am. That way, it it is, but now your dogs are between me and it. So if you'd awfully mind moving on, that'd be grand because I don't like this. He walks a bit further back and then calls his, his hounds back. They look at him like they're afraid of him. What can I see? Like, how far? Like, am I between houses? Am I like, what can I see? You're on a, a street with houses. There aren't too many pedestrians at this point. A few carriages going past on the road, but you're on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. The fog has lifted slightly, uh, but you only have vision for about thirty feet before it just becomes okay. obscured. Um, and she she's going to take a, like start walking away, but she's going to as she goes past very quietly minor illusion like thirty feet on beyond her, but like on the other side of the road that makes sense mm-hmm. um the sound of like the sound of like a fox scurrying off that makes sense yeah um mm. loud okay. enough that it's Give audible me... but not loud like 
Boom. Like, loud enough that you could hear it like you would naturally in the street. Okay. Give me an arcana check on how, how like, accurately you can create this, this noise. Uh, dirty 20. Yeah. Okay. So there's this noise across the street and the, you see the, the hound's ears, like, immediately. As that happens, she's, her head's going to flick to where the sound was. Like, she, she's cast it there, but, like, he doesn't know mm-hmm. she's cast it there. So. Yeah. He taps one of the hounds and in Elvish says, fetch and points and it just run it just shoots across the road she's just gonna wheel back around did you just say fetch fetch what i'm a, a hunter of sorts she's like looks just very bemused back at him goes to take a couple more steps and wheels back and he's like you're looking for a fox in the middle of the city i am i've got something i can do while we're doing this mm-hmm. i'm gonna cast invisibility at a um third level so I can cast it on both myself and the kid on my back okay so you cast invisibility yeah and then are you going to move not yet okay is the the illusion of the barrel going to disappear if I do that though no the the illusion will stay in place yeah because I'm not going to move because if I if I move the barrel's gonna disappear will it that's true Okay, I'm going to ready invisibility mm-hmm. just in case we need it. In case we okay. need to make a quick getaway. Okay. So potentially you've walked away from the barrel? I asked the question. You asked if he's hunting... Boxes in the middle of the city. I am. And what of it? Sorry, I'm an academic. I'm just confused by the idea. It's not something you see regularly inside the city like Firamustus, so I was just confused. Yes, it's... It's a unusual breed, you could say. She's looking at him like that's not enough of a an answer. I know somebody who would pay a lot to to come into possession of this fox. Sounds like you need to go after your hound then. No, it knows not to kill. You can't see the hound across the road, but you can you can hear it like padding around sniffing. At least it has that one next to him. She's looking at him like I don't understand what you mean. Like this is like what are you talking about? This is, she's stopped now. She's stopped her movement more from a like, but this doesn't make sense. Like, what? What? You're, you're not making any sense. If you're looking for a fox, surely you would be looking further out, less, not in the king's quarter or in the merchant district. I haven't gone prying into your business. Not prying, just curious. Well, curiosity is how you end up into trap. I think you might know more than you're letting on. About a fox? Uh, Can you give me a deception roll, please? Uh, Against his opposed insight. 17. He rolls a nat 20. Plus four. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Given I have a plus one to charisma, I was screwed kind of either way. Like, Damn. (laughs) Well, he takes a step forward think I might investigate that barrel, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm going to cast Invisibility. You do what you like. I am just confused by the fox hunting in the middle of the city. He taps on the other hound in an elvish fetch, and this hound goes shooting out towards that barrel. 